This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What's going on, people? Welcome to the live match reaction. I'm by myself today, but the lines are open so you guys can join and have your say. Palace won, United won, Elise Masterclass in the last minute. What a free kick. Gets us a point at home. As always, if you do enjoy the content, make sure to smash the like button and subscribe to not miss out on future Palace videos. Look, maybe reading out your comments. And the lines, as I said, are open. I know a few people are already joining. So if you guys want to join and have your say via audio or video, click on the pinned comment. If you're watching on replay, leave down your comments in the comment section down below. So I'm just going to give my thoughts quickly to the game. Then afterwards, I'm going to bring on people. Look, I was pleased. I'm not saying that just because we got a point. I was pleased overall with the performance. Today, as we saw, he made him changes. Vieira, he took out his favourites that I've been talking about. The likes of Jeffrey Schlupp, the likes of Jordan Ayew. Brought in Chris Richards as well at, at the defence. And look, all around, let's start from the defence. Marcus Rashford, one of the most informed players in the league right now. Today, in the second half, I was thinking, where is Rashford? Like, we put him in, in our pockets that much that I didn't even see him much in the second half. And that was down to Richards playing in defence. As we saw it, when they had counter-attacks, Richards' pace was there to match it. In the midfield, Will Hughes, he's here. Finally, we're starting a midfielder in midfield. We're going back to the basics. And today, defensively, he was he was brilliant. And the fact that Decore went off and Will Hughes pretty much stayed on, it pretty much sums up his game. I'm overall very, very positive performance from him. Of course, there were a few times his passes weren't really clicking. Um, maybe that's down to chemistry because, as we saw, we've made a lot of changes. But overall... Very, very good performance. And he looked like the man next to Chick Decore. And then moving on to another change, Mateta. Physically, he was there. Ability-wise, he wasn't there. But I thought Edward was pretty solid. Wilf out wide. Look, I don't think it's rocket science. We all know that we don't have an amazing squad. A squad that we can push up to top seven or top six with these group of players. We know that. But if we play the players in their right positions, play also the right players and not players out of position then we will get results. And today, look, we didn't create that many chances in front of goal, even though we had a possession. And Elise's chance was absolutely brilliant, of course, to get a point from it. But there were so many positives. Even if we lost today's game, I was going to come on here talking about all the positives because there were genuinely a lot of them today. And that was down to the changes. But look, I'm going to read out some of your comments. But before I do, let me just bring on Patrick. Um, Patrick, how are you doing? I'm doing good after that. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I was, I'm, at, I'm at happy hour. I, I was I was going to go home, but once Elise's kick went in, I just went to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you, was, you was happy last week when we lost that game um, against Chelsea. You must be over the moon. <laughs> now we've got a well, point. You know, last week, this week, I said that the performance, I think, was the same in, in, in terms of the effort. Now you got the effort, the, the grittiness of the team, and now we, and we scored a goal because individual piece of greatness. Um, 
and it's funny, he made all the changes, but I thought the subs coming off the back back to those peoples would help energize energize them to get the goal, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, no, you you're right. But then but then Patrick, don't you think some of these players that we've been calling for, for the likes of Jeffrey Schlupp, he came off the bench and I thought he had a solid performance. Don't you think their roles are better suited to coming off the bench and using well, their well, energy in a lot of sort of game? Do you think that was the case? Absolutely, because see when Schultz came on, unless I, I'm a newbie when it comes to formations and all this stuff, but I think Schalt was put further up the pitch. And I think he is that kind of player. He's more offensive than defensive, actually. I think Will Hughes played his butt off. I think he gave the ball away a little bit too much, um, hmm. strictly trying to create things, which I understand. But he did have at least three or four takeaways in the first half. I thought the first 30 minutes, he played terrific. I, I just think the team in general did great. Um, Chris Richards is a baller. And I, I, if it wasn't for him, I think Rashford, because if you're going with Gahey and Anderson, Anderson doesn't have to the pace to match with Rash. But I, I, I don't really hit. There's no negatives to talk about at all. Now, now, and anyone that complains about this game, they're blind. I, I mean, I, 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 I'll just come right out and say it. Based on the comment section as well, uh, based on the comment section, I don't think anyone is complaining about this game. I think everyone, this is the most positive I've seen in this comment section. Yeah. And trust I just, me, it's been pretty grim recently. It's been pretty yeah. grim, so it's oh. nice to get a point. Yeah, well, that's why when I called Saturday, I apologize, because I'm one leading the grimness sometimes. But uh, one, the only question I had is, was why was Mateta and Edward and and Edward was playing the ten role? Am I correct with that? Yeah, yeah. He had he had a free he had a quite free role. What did he think of that? Um, I, of course, I, I, some people. I, yeah, I'm not good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, some people thought that it might be like a four four two. Maybe Edward and Mateta would st- play alongside each other. But that free role by Edward, it was quite interesting. It was basically what you expect the likes of Eze to be playing right. in that role. But it was Edward. What do you think of it? I think he's I, honestly. I think it kind of confused them a bit because it looked like a couple of those passes that DeCorey was trying to, to go through to the midfield, make, or go through go through the midfield, and Mateta got it would get in his way because he dropped. So it, it kind of pushed him to the left. So I, I, I figure I understand why Vieira did it. I'm, I was confused by it, but I eventually I understood. I just think he's better on the left or as a striker. I, I, but I get it. I mean, as he hasn't been playing as good. We just played a tough game on Saturday. You bring, you have now actually, if Eze's on the bench, you have somebody to bring off that can change the game. So I get it. I had no problem with it. Um, I was just shocked that he did it. Um, I like the idea that we didn't try to go direct all the time. Um, I like the idea that we tried to play against United. And, and to be honest, we only gave up one goal to the hottest team in the league. I mean, I, what? I mean, yeah. I, I have no. The only question, like I said, I, it's, it's not even a question. I just, I would like to see Edward up top himself. But if, if we keep putting results like this, like, forget the result, the effort, the, the the old Roy term, performance. If we keep playing with performances like that, eventually we'll break through with a couple of wins. And all the comments that we've been talking about the last six weeks will be not long and forgotten. Yeah, I, look, I agree. I agree. But it, it, I think it goes down to mainly to the changes that we saw today from Vieira. And you have to give him credit because I was here talking about, you know, potentially even last week I was like I'm not Vieira out at all because I don't think we've got a good enough squad but then again he's not quite utilising the players that we've got as well today he made some big calls dropping Eze dropping Ayu and Schlupp was bigger than dropping Eze because those are the players that we've seen he's trusted week in week out and in a way it did pay off it did pay off and I think that I I don't think Will Hughes did anything to be right honestly I mean if he's Mm. got the end he played 83 minutes he hasn't he hasn't played a lot he should be able to recover in time against Newcastle and I don't care. Newcastle does not have a midfielder named Casemiro. So there is no midfielder they have. Gamaris is hurt. So they don't have any midfielder named Casemiro. So to me, we should be able to play with Hughes and Decore at, at least in the midfield, be pretty successful against Newcastle. They don't score. The last four weeks they've scored two goals, not counting the FA Cup game. And I think I don't I think they got knocked out. No, no, they won two to nothing. So if you take that out. They beat Fulham recently as well. I think they beat Fulham recently as well. But Patrick, if we go about what, this season, we faced Newcastle twice already. We faced them in the League Cup. We faced them in the League at their ground. And both of them, clean sheets and a point. And that's why, that's why in today's game, I said it. Go back to the old school ways. Just get a point in this United game. And you have to remember, United are red on fire as well. They're not a side like Liverpool or Chelsea yeah. that are hit and miss. 
they've been they're involved now in a title challenge after they beat Man City yeah. last week. People were talking about United being that team, and they have Rashford, who's on who's on form. You see the likes of Casemiro as well. So United's not easy team to get a point against, regardless of if you're at home or away. But the fact that we've done that today. It builds us that foundation. We've got that first step of foundation. Now you've got Newcastle at home. And if you can get something out of that game, then your two games aren't beaten. It gives you that momentum boost. It gives everyone confidence. The players, the fans, the manager. And that's why today getting that goal was, was just so, it was key. It was key for confidence. Well, honestly, I think the foundation was built last week because the goal, if the core eight jumps, it's a draw. And the difference, in, like I said last week, and I maintain it, Last week, the difference in the game was Aston Laporta. Not Aston Laporta. Uh, whatever. The, I'm sorry. The, the goaltender for Chelsea. Uh, yeah, Arriva Locker. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He stood on his head. The old hockey term in the U.S. You stand in your head, you make great saves. Today, today De Gea still made, what, three or four good saves. The header from Gahey, the, the incredible hit save he had in the first half. I mean, we easily could have won. This. Not easily, but we could have won this game. Uh, and and yeah. the game-saving tackle, because I don't care. If Wamba Saka doesn't make that tackle on Wilf, it, we win the game. There's no exactly. question in my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the crazy thing. We had chances. Even even forget about that that opportunity. There were opportunities where Eze could have played the ball. Wilf could have played a better ball. Right. In the last stage of the game, after we scored a goal, and it could have been clear cut opportunities. So we're coming out of this game, and we're talking about getting a point from it. But also towards the end, after we did score that goal, there were chances that if we done better with a final ball. You never know what could have happened. And that's the positives. The fact that yeah. we, we've reached this stage again where we're talking about draws and, and not saying we were lucky to get the draw in a way. Maybe you can make the argument we were a bit lucky because it was a free kick. But we uh, played positively today. And, and, and look, the goal that we conceded, I thought it was on us. It was it was an easily avoidable goal. I think the Corre kind of fell asleep yeah. and then they got him through and then Will Hughes fell asleep. But it was easily avoidable. It wasn't it was an, an extra goal. I, I, and I, apart I, from that chance, they didn't I have that call, I, I wouldn't call it lucky because... Lucky because Eze's free kick. I mean, yeah, De Gea caught it right there, but I mean, if he hits it like Eze normally does, that's going. In. So they clearly scouted something that they, they could launch on De Gea being a little slow on those free kicks. I mean, he's had an incredible year, but um, no, I just think that overall the positives started from last week, building the defensive base. This week, continue. Got to got a clean sheet. Now, 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 just move on to Newcastle. Newcastle like I said, Newcastle hasn't scored a lot of goals in the recently i think maybe maybe they're a little maybe they're a little ahead of themselves in terms of they're 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 probably playing a little bit over their head right now um the only thing isaac i think alexander isaac just came back right? yeah so that yeah. could be an issue but you know what the game's at home you're playing with house money um let's cash it in you know? exactly exactly look patrick hey, pleasure talking to you hopefully we catch up again yeah I'll you yeah just real quick um i know we, we've all as I watched the end of the po- that show between Stan and Fred. I just want a, a message to all the fan base out there. When we're on here giving our opinions, nobody should take anything personal. So let's keep it positive. The club needs positive, not toxic. And uh, let's just move forward from there. That's all. That's yeah. all I got. Said. Well said. Well said, Patrick. Well said. But thank you. Thank you for coming on the take show. Take care. Take care. Take care. That's Patrick. Next up, I'm going to bring AJ. If AJ is ready, I don't know if he is. Yes, he is. He's, I think he is ready. I'm going to bring on AJ. But before I do, before I, whilst AJ settles um, down, um, I'm going to quickly read through some of the comments. Gay best game all season. I think it was Gay and Richards. And that's why I wanted Richards to start in this game because when you look at Richards, he has that pace. <laughs> he has that pace. And there was that one moment, I think it was in the second half, where Rashford was just running and then Richards... Last ditch tackle, and and in honesty, I, I don't want to say if that was Tompkins, that wouldn't happen. But that was my biggest fear, and Vieira made that call. It was brave of him. It was brave of him to make all these changes against one of the most informed sides. But something had to change, and it paid off in this game. Defensively, very solid. Gehi and Anderson, we know that they're brilliant together. But Richards, if you didn't watch Richards today, and if you're not Palace fan, and if you don't really watch Premier League football, and you told someone. Oh, go and watch this game. You would think Rich has been playing in the Premier League for for a few seasons. He didn't look out of place, but this was I can't remember the last time Richard started in Premier League or if he ever did. And that pretty much shows his talent. Imagine Richards getting more consistent minutes. And I'm gonna say my theory later on down the line, but technically, Richards, Anderson, and Gahey, all three of them can work out together with a back four as well. And Rich is not playing right back. I've got a theory about that. Someone, one of them could be playing in midfield, but I'll be talking about that later on down the show. Right, let me bring on AJ. AJ, what's going on, bro? Boy, yes. 
Finally a goal. Finally some points. Listen, first of all, don't ever disrespect my manager. Ever. I'm not on it, bro. I'm here for it. Like, if you want crud on Vieira, I'm here to back it. Trust me, bro. That game was so much better. Like, the atmosphere was good. Like, we played so well. Obviously, we didn't get the win in the end. Will, nearly. But uh, I'll tell you what, man. Some serious French excellence was on show today, man. Oh, man, I'm so... It's almost like a, like a bit of relief. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there was some... Ser- I mean, everybody got where they wanted selection-wise so people can stop moaning. It finally worked. It came together. Um... Yeah, man, I am. I am a very, very happy, relaxed person, man. I'll tell you what, coming out of the game, like, oh, listen, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm in a good place. You know, oh, man, I'm gassed. I'm gassed, man. Um, nah, man, some serious highlights today, man, performance-wise, man. It was really good to see um, that the manager went with Richards, gave him a shot, and I'll tell you what, he stepped up. He essentially pocketed Rashford. And even in the second half, Ganacho when he came on as well. Hughes looked really, really good. Very, very impressive. The Corey once again had a Rolls-Royce of a performance. Uh, I will say it. I'm a little bit disappointed with Edward. Uh, there's some things, there's some holes in his game I've got. And I'm starting to sort of pick up on it. Um, and I do believe that could potentially be the reason why Vieira does drop him, to be fair. Um, we could have won it today. You know what I mean? Will towards the end, I mean, from where I was sitting, I thought he actually got fouled in the box. But apparently from the guys that were sitting on the other end were telling me that apparently he did kind of lose his footing towards the end there. But, um, what, are you talking about that Wan-Bissaka one? Yeah, the wan when he got oh, him. No, that was so, a tackle. It had to be him as well, man. If wan wasn't there, you know, if that was, was like, oh, whatever it was, I'm telling you, that's hey. Will, Will said that. But wan we know his talents, man. I, I, that's what I wanted him back I thought he was gonna. I thought he was um, going to like, legit like I was going to fall down the stairs man I'm telling you I was about to hurt myself man if, if that Bro, goal went in it was a brilliant tackle it was a brilliant tackle but look that's the crazy thing though we're talking about look not even a point we had opportunities if it wasn't for United's talents we had opportunities to potentially get another goal and and you know our final ball wasn't there at times but look we're leaving this game with so many positives and I have to reiterate this because I'm not taking it away it is Man United and they are crazy on form they are That's what I'm saying. Look, going into this game, they, they didn't. They, they haven't lost a single game in the Premier League in the last five, and they only conceded one, one in five. But this is it, man. man. I mean, a lot of people, man, all day I've had to put up with people at work violating. Man United fans digging man out, saying, "Hey, listen, you man are going to get the four, the five, the, the, the three nil." And you know what? I saw the lineup as I was running up to the stadium, being late as typical, and I'm thinking, "Shit, like, oh man, like." Raw, like he's changed up the team, and I'm thinking, Raw, like, like this team looks like it, it can do bits. Um, and like, first half an hour, 40 minutes, we look good. Obviously, the Bruno goal went in, and it was kind of inevitable to be fair. For a minute, I see really, like get him to his foot. I thought, fuck, like, we're, we're in trouble. Um, but you know what? I don't know what Vieira, I think Vieira's finally getting them team talks like pattern to be fair because we're actually turned up in the first half as well as the second. Um, it was a performance to be proud of, man. Like it, it, it was something, man. It's something to build on. That's where that where we're at now. Like we've got something to build on now, and I'm just hoping, I'm hoping we can just take it into a little bit of momentum. Start picking up a few points. Uh, start getting a better performance out of the team. I think hopefully Vera saw enough today out of what he changed, because it's funny when he did the subs. That's when my heart sank a little bit. But actually, when the subs came on, they were pretty much all effective. Even Schlupp yeah. and IU when they came on. Say we want about them traditionally as starters, but actually they're better suited as substitutes in terms of what they bring onto the pitch coming on. But Schlop actually didn't put a foot wrong when he came on. Um, Eze, yeah, like you know, what I mean, he really didn't. He, he tried for the effort, but maybe mm. by the selection process and the way things worked, I'm hoping he can kind of channel that into. Listen, if you're off form, I'm not afraid to drop. Um. You know what I mean, man? There's so many, so many positives. I think the only slight, and I mean, I'm, I'm talking like, if I'm being really picky, was Mitchell got caught out a little bit defensively because Wambasaka was having a, if Wambasaka was a better fullback in terms of attacking, we would have had a lot more to worry about. Mm. So Mitchell got caught out a couple of times. I was a little bit disappointed with Edward because he seems to have this philosophy of 
it has to be ball to feet rather than him I'm, coming and getting. I'm the surprised ball you said that. I can't look. Of course, I'm a massive Edward fan. <laughs> I know those of you who do watch the show know that I always back Edward. But saying that, Bro. I was kind of more disappointed. If we just if you want to get the disappointments out of the way, whilst you've mentioned disappointment, in a way, I was not disappointed, but. JP up front, very physical, but maybe he could have done a bit better. If you're yeah, he didn't really give anything. He didn't give him anything to worry about. Yeah, he didn't give him. He didn't give him anything to worry about. Yeah, with Edward, I think I think when he moved up front, he wasn't. A, but I think overall, AJ, if you look at today, even even our first half performance, I think the real negative was we never played bad, even defensively. It's just in the final third, our passes weren't really clicking. But the reason for that is I believe these players haven't played with each other as often. We made that many changes. Richards hasn't played. Hughes hasn't started in midfield playing with Mateta up front. Edward hasn't played in that number 10 role. So it's kind of adjustments and maybe that's the reason why we're sloppy at times because today the biggest downfall wasn't anything tactically or individually for me. It was more the basics and the basics slowly if you play more and more together you'll get that figured out. I, I have no worry about that. It's just a chemistry because these players don't... Yeah, really you're, on the money. you're on the money there bro but... um. The only thing I'll say around that is just to just challenge it a little bit. Um, Chris Richards, great example. He didn't put a foot wrong today. I think like maybe towards the end of the game, he, he kind of missed the place a little bit. I thought yeah. he'd kind of lose it with the natural, but he patterned it up. And to be fair, he kind of locked down Rashford today. Because that was he one did. play I was really worried about. Kind of, he did. He locked up Rashford. And by the way, for like, those who really just watch Palace, Rashford is on fire. When I'm telling you, Rashford is one saying. of the most unformed players right now, and Richards locked him up. And Gehi, yeah, both of them, and both of them, that's that combination together. They look like they've been playing with each other for ages, and I think that's uh, what Richards, Richards definitely, definitely put some. You got to put some respect on his name, man. Like, and I, to be fair, hand on my heart, I can see why the Pan fans have been begging for him and calling for him. To be fair, so I get it, man. Uh, Hughes as well. I, I, really I get it, him. like I get it, like. The, the thing I will defend, Edward, is he was more effective on the right wing. So when he was on the right wing and he was actually doing defensive work, Edward was actually better there. Like, he looked better yeah. there and he was much more comfortable on the right wing, which is very strange. Because what basically... Mm. I don't know what how he laid him out formation-wise, because essentially, Elise was really playing the number 10, then eventually he kind of went to the right wing. Then at the same time, Edward was kind of centralised as a number 10, then he kind of converted to the wings. Then Wilf was kind of moving all over the place. So maybe it's a tactic that Vieira will do going forward. And I'd like to see more of it, man. I want to see more. Like, this was a really clean performance today and everybody just stepped up and did their jobs, man. I can't ask for anything more. Yeah, so going going into the next game, talking about Newcastle now quickly, um, this this surely gives you a bit more confidence. Do you think we can also get something out of that game? Considering that they've been on form, form, but we got point in the league at their ground whilst they were red on form. We managed to get a draw against them, lose on penalties in the League Cup. Now we're playing at home after this performance. Possibly, um, because we've got to take into consideration is Bruno uh, Guimaraes is uh, injured. So he's out you don't so, know, like, you don't know, like, you know what I mean? We might turn up a little bit. They got to travel all the way down. Listen, this game today and the performance, even the Chelsea performance is giving me something to hold on to. Like, I know, obviously, from a boardroom political level, there's stuff going on. And we'll talk about that another time. Because I said my stuff about Texas already, but and it seems that a lot of that's coming out. But that's another, that's for another, t- another day. But yeah, we'll, we'll record about, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about the Texas Oh, stuff. I will talk about special it. episode, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about we'll talk it. I've got, got something for that. Um, but and in the last couple of games, I've seen enough out of the squad to see that the effort is being started to put in. And I think Vieira's kind of slowly getting there. Like It's taking him a minute. And obviously the fans have been screaming and demanding certain things. And we are finally starting to see something. So do we beat Newcastle on Saturday? I don't know because obviously Newcastle is still a top team in top form. But I got a lot more belief now. And if we can play that kind of home performance and a crowd can get behind things, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm, that's what, that's what, yeah, that's, that's why for me, that's why for me, it was, it was massively important to get something out of this game. Massively. I'm, I, I, this is an ideal scenario for me. And I, I can see it. I can see it. I can see the momentum myself. But quickly, before you go, AJ, because I'm going to bring on Luca, who's been waiting. Um, yeah. Did, what, did you see that banner today at the ground? I did, actually. I put it on Twitter. Uh, so, I so what did the banner say? Because I was, I was there, so I didn't see it. Said, but apparently, it's about Texter. Yeah. So essentially, it said right, 
don't play with our future on the stock market. It was along those lines. Like I said, on my Twitter, it's okay. there. I took the picture. Okay. Um, right. But it basically said something along the lines of, don't gamble on our future on the American stock market, basically. Texas, so we're not here okay. for that. What do you, and what I made sure I tagged him in it as well. I tagged him in that shit as well, so trust me. What, what do you think of that quickly? Do you know what, bro? Uh, we're not, like, like, funny enough, I was talking to a guy at the ground today after the game, and he was saying to me, we have had a history of having dubious owners. And I know, obviously, I've said my politics about what is the man's agenda, and it's finally started to come out a little bit. Um, and I'm with the fans, man. I'm with the Holmesdale guys, man. Like, listen, bro, you can't be playing games with man's future like that. You obviously don't have the assets, and you are obviously playing a very dangerous game, bro. And as a football club, we've been in some nasty scenarios before, and we do not want to be dragged into that again. So you need to come correct and say what your intentions are. And more importantly, have you got the money? Do you have the money? Like, what's going on? What are you doing? Yeah, look, I've said it a few times here as well. I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan. I don't, I don't have much trust in him. And after that news, but look, I'll talk about that in more detail in another video. If if you guys, yeah, if you guys course, want to see more bonus content, subscribe. Anyways, but look, AJ, you you go home, have some rest. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, bro, I nearly lost my voice. We're good. Come on, Palace, you Come beautiful on. French prince. That's what Let's I'm talking go. about. Let's go. <laughs> that was AJ. Uh, next up, um, we're going to bring on Luke Cobble. If you guys want to join, have your say. Make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and click on the pinned comment to join via audio or video. Whether United fan, Paddy's fan, come through. Come through. Let's talk. Um, Luca, is Luca there? Luca, you there? Hello there. How you yeah. doing? You right? Hey, yeah, I can hear yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy after that, <laughs> after that point. What, what do you make of that game? Oh, um... I think first half, we, I remember we started out four four two. I I know because I was watching from home. I wasn't able to get to the game. Um, mm. My dad did though. Um, we seemed to switch from a four four two to a four three three. I was kind of questioning why he did that because because I was at a four four two. We'd had a few chances already, and then obviously just before half time, we 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 let Ericsson go. We we allowed that running behind. It was a bit of a disappointing goal to concede. I thought that would take yeah. the wind out of our sails. But no, second second half came out fighting. I mean, I mean, besides the whole Wan Bissaka just pocketed my man, just jeez Louise. Yeah, we, we so, know we we know we know what's gonna happen though because it's yeah. it's always been like that. Like Wan Bissaka has always been that guy to be solid defensively, and now he's red on form, so yeah. it was always going to be difficult against him. But even forget about the Wan Bissaka side of things. I thought, what do you, what do you think about the changes um, today from Vieira? Because some of the changes, I don't know about you, but I was calling for some of the changes, like Will Hughes to start, Chris Richard to start if if Anderson was um, was injured, which he is now reportedly for three weeks. What do you think about them changes? Because it's quite brave for him. I, I didn't quite expect that many going into this game, especially all what we wanted. Uh, the, the, I mean, uh, given that we've only won what one one of our last six all competitions, absolutely needed. Vieira made the right calls. Honestly, I, I, I was I called my grandpa for the game. He's an Arsenal fan, so we just done him, him a big favour. <laughs> you must be loving it right now. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, but um, I called him. I said he's. I guarantee he's going to start with Tom Kids, not Richards. But thankfully, yeah. to my surprise. He, he he picked my man. You, you don't just sign a centre back from Bayern Munich and not play him. But yeah, he he, exactly. he was class. Hughesy came in, did his job. I thought he was a bit um out out of possession, pretty much flawless in possession. He was a bit sloppy with the passing, but I yeah. can forgive that given the result. I, I think I think that's pretty much down to him not playing as much. Firstly and secondly, yeah. it's some of the players that were playing as well. The passes, mm. it was some of them were basic. Some of them were. Pretty much like the movement. Um, you yeah. saw Mateta running one way and he's passing another way and Wilf running. Mm. So I feel like with more games, you would expect some of them passes to work out. But overall, when yeah. you look at what we needed in midfield, <laughs> someone next to Decore, we saw it today. We saw it today in Will Hughes. And and even if it's in a short term, I feel like it's a massive benefit to us. But quickly, about the goal that we conceded, um, it, it's a bit frustrating because me at the game, I felt like we could have done a bit better. I feel like Decore, funny enough, fell asleep. He was 10 inclined to push forward and then he lost his man yeah. and then maybe Will Hughes lost his man. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't the most it wasn't most exciting well not exciting but it, it wasn't like Man United done us apart it was pretty much down on us but what do you think about a reaction after the goal that we conceded was you still optimistic that we could get something out of the game because inside of me I know it was going towards the end of the game but there, there was still something like it, it felt like we yeah. could definitely get something out of this game. What, what do you think it was? Do you think it was just down to the changes? Do you think the players wanted it more today? I think, um, I, I think, I think the real 
I started to believe as soon as Mateta came off, as they came on, I knew we'd create a bit more. We'd be able to get the ball because first half we created enough chances. Edward had a twenty-yard shot put onto the bar. The brilliant save by the hater, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, as they came on, but by by eighteen minutes, we were gradually, we were gradually getting more on top of them. I thought there has to be something. There has to be something. This game for us. And then lo and behold, Michael Lee say conjures up a spell out of Harry Potter. What a goal! That was <laughs> what a finish. That, that's it. Can't be any better than that. Literally, no. and apparently they even celebrate afterwards. By the way. It's not because Elise is leaving. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it anyways. I was celebrating. I was at the game. I was celebrating too hard. I didn't. I, I wasn't watching Elise. Apparently, he didn't or whatever. But for for look, for me, Elise is he doesn't really show a lot of emotion. Let's just say that. Um, it's not. It's not like a big conspiracy. Oh, he's not celebrating. He's leaving the club. Look, it's just. It's just who he is. And plus, we didn't win the game as well. But look, positives from this game. Taking it to the Newcastle game. Do you think? We can get another result, maybe a draw, even a win, if you're feeling optimistic. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be too sure about um, a win, but given the given the format today, it was something that I mean, against against Fulham, we capitulated. Against Tottenham, we capitulated. Chelsea was better. There was a good performance there. We just lacked that cutting edge. But hmm. we today there was there was some real fight. There was some. I think the change especially helped because especially Chris Richards. Yeah. Wanted to yeah. prove himself, but there was some real fight. There was some real aggression. They were just really laid into them. But um, yeah, I think that will do Vieri and the boys a world of good. And I think, especially now that finally we start, we had as I've been screaming for weeks now for Vieri to do Zaha on the left, Eze on the right, Vieri and um, number ten, pure number ten for Houston to create hold and Edward up front. That's how it should be. Give Eze that because. He could be a lot more productive. It's just that he's roped into doing defensive duties when that's not what not what he should be doing. But yeah, um, as uh, AJ said before, uh, I do actually know Gimenez is injured. I think that also gives us a huge boost because it maybe allows the curator Hughes and the to dominate that midfield and really help us progress more further on the pitch. But, but yeah, it certainly gives us a lot more. It certainly gives us and me certainly a lot more hope. And like like you said before with AJ, um, nil nil draw at their ground, maybe a bit lucky, but um, you said nil 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 I'll take, nil I'll game. take another lucky. Nil, I, I, I'll take I, another nil nil lucky. Two I, games yeah. unbeaten, I'll take that at this yeah. stage. Considering the yeah, games that against, we've had yeah. against Champions League teams, I'd take two draws in a row any day. But yeah, I think exactly. as long as long as I think Mateta was a bit wobbly today. He didn't fully get into it, and he was a bit lethargic. But yeah. Um, it gives me a lot more hope going forward, and then we got United again afterwards. So hopefully we can bring the game to them as well. Then exactly, we got it again. We got them again in like literally two games time. So hopefully we can get something <laughs> once again, and I have a bit of momentum going because we've been talking about lack of consistency. If we oh. if we get a point against Newcastle, that would be massive. Just two games unbeaten <laughs> at this stage after what's been what we've been going yeah. through. No goal scored. It'll, it'll be it'll do us world world of good. Not just us fans, but also the players as well. Gives them a bit more confidence. If you get point against Newcastle and then you got Man United coming up again, well, you just got point against Man United, so you know that you could get yeah. something out of that game. Even though if it's at their ground, it'll be a bit more difficult. But look. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Overall, very positive. But thank you, Luca, for coming Absolutely. on. And before you actually go, before you actually go, um, I asked AJ this as well because the topic got brought up. I don't know if you saw the banner about Texter. Uh, I 
I think I caught a glimpse of it as I walked into the pub. I didn't see it after that. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I haven't got it up with me right now, but it's something to do with. I'm paraphrasing here. It's something to do with Techstar um, and putting putting Palace on the stock market. Not literally, but with his holding group. Um, what, what do you think about Banner? What do you think about John Techstar? Do you think he's got a point to prove now? Does it seem like people are getting frustrated with him? He's he's. On, I've um. I think as as we all have, we've been crying out for some more investment in the squad because we. We're, we're stacking a bit of competition with the teams around us, but um, on, at this point, he's got to either put up or shut up. He's either got to sell his share and get out because, again, th- th- this is people's livelihoods. This is this is what we're all. This is our club. This, you, you can't mess around with our club. We already had um, Simon Jordan run our club pretty much into the ground, and we can't have that again with someone who doesn't even own the whole thing. But yeah, yeah, that's it. He, he, he needs to put, put his money where his mouth is, or or get out exactly exactly um but look we'll be talking about that on back of the nest a bit later on um yeah. but look thank you for coming on luca i really appreciate it thank you for having me pleasure uh, thank you that was luca if you guys want to have your say you can click on the pinned comment to join via audio or video <laughs> a second i forgot <laughs> forgot that other bit um but look but look, now that i've calmed down a bit we can talk about the game in a bit more detail we can talk about it in a bit more detail let me read some of your comments though because there's been a lot of comments thank you for everything uh really appreciate all the comments that's been coming out throughout the show sorry if i missed some as you can see there's a lot i can only do so much and read so much but keep sending them through i'm going to try to read as much as i can um it is a good night to talk about palace we've had a few bad nights but this is a good one uh film review show says mateta was sloppy but height needed for at least it crosses at the end even when mateta was sloppy so let's quickly talk about mateta as i said it as well Physically, he was there. I thought Mateta was very solid physically in this game. He caused Varane something to think about and he was the, he was the focus. But the ability-wise, on the ball, he wasn't as great at times and sometimes it was a bit too easy for him to lose the ball. But but look, this is what we got right now. This is what we got. We haven't got that many options and I feel like Mateta done the best that he can. He did. Um, there's only so much that you can expect from him. I don't have high expectations. But overall, I thought like he had a solid game. Um, people are talking about Texas, it's time to go. Zach is saying banner, motor club ownership, stock market gambling, Texas, we don't trust you. So that's the banner. Um, yeah, look, that's I was actually I was actually very surprised because I didn't know if the banner I didn't know anything about banner coming out. So I was very surprised that it came out one and it came out about Texas. But I'm gonna make a video on that. I'm gonna make a different video on that, and we'll be talking about that in a bit more detail because I feel like that's a interesting topic to talk about uh patrick says give credit to klein he played well yes i don't know what you guys think let me know in the comment section down below about Klein's performance today i feel like Klein had a solid performance but i don't know for me there were points of the game where it goes back to well will who's had a similar similar um similar game to at times some of the passes could have been better from nathaniel klein and some of the movement at times could have been better um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because Nathaniel Klein has played on week in, week out. But saying that, I don't think he had a bad game. But when I was watching that performance, I was just thinking, if we did have a better right-back, you could see the damage that we can cause. At least down the right-hand side and, and another right-back overlapping, making the proper runs, doing good passes, it will, only, it will only cause more trouble. Only cause more trouble. So for me, I thought Klein had a relatively solid game. Uh, but I feel like we could still see why... We, we need to improve in that area of the pitch as well. Now it's some Milivojevic you call in. <laughs> yeah, Luka. <laughs> Jason says, sex isn't truly invested and that's concerning. Luke says, we are Palace from sellers. Well, we need a better forward, uh, says Mbali. Yeah, we do. We do need a better forward. But for me, I feel like there's other areas of the pitch that we need to prioritise. I feel like Will Hughes had a very good game today. But we still need to strengthen the midfield. We still need to strengthen our right-back. And we do need better quality up front, but there are other priorities right now. And with our current owners, based on what they're saying, it doesn't seem like we're going to do major business. I think Parrish came out in the programme today and did say that we're looking to do business. But I, I, I doubt that we'll get better forward at that quality as well. I think we need a quality centre forward. And I just don't think we have the money right now to spend money on quality centre forward, centre mid and a right back. Um Texter out, people talk about Texter. Jason saying Mateta was not good. He Mateta was not good. He wasn't solid. Yeah, he was just physical today. That's that's what I can say. He was physical. Yeah, he had his role. And I, I wasn't too upset when he when he got subbed off because I, I didn't see us really scoring. Um with him on the pitch. Zach says Klein was decent, but the passing was off. His move his 
movement forward was a bit wishful when you should be concerned with Rashford. Yeah, but you can do that when you have riches in defence. And I think that's where it goes down to. If we if we had the likes of Tompkins in defence, I'll be way more concerned if Klein was going forward. There was time when Klein went forward and Rashford got in behind, well, tried to get in behind in that in that space that Klein left. But Richards was there with his pace. Richards is very fast. Look, Rashford is, is extremely fast. But the fact that Richards can catch up to him, put in a tackle as well, just shows that the pace he's got. Plus, Richards ain't bad in the air as well. So I thought like Richard proved himself today. I'm, I'm extremely happy. I'm going to talk about my theory about Richards and Anderson and Gehi in just a second because that reminded me of that as well. Um, rather have Adamola over Mateta. Fair enough. I don't think Adamola is really ready. Uh, Jamal says we need quality forward and midfielder. Uh, Jason says Ratchford was off today. The shot when he, the shot when he was offside was awful. Something he quality shot. Yeah, I was surprised about that as well. I thought that was a goal. I thought that was a goal. I wasn't even too sure if he was offside from where I was sitting. I thought he might be an onside, but yeah, he wasn't really on form. But today, you have to give credit to the defence as well. We made him quiet as well. Um, he did try getting behind a few times. And and yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't his greatest games. But you give credit to Richards and Gehi. You give credit to both of them. But look, let's talk about so we talked about Klein, talked about Richards, talked about Hughes. Let's talk about Vieira. Let's talk about Vieira, because we haven't really spoke about Vieira. Um look. I've said it as well. I've said it before. Vieira, I'm not Vieira out. I know some people are still Vieira out. Maybe, even, even after today's game. I feel like we need better quality players. Um, and we do have better options that he used today. And that's the one negative about Vieira. But he managed to change it about today. But overall, look, with Vieira, he needs backing. He needs backing. And, t- and today, we saw the positives once again. We saw it. But I don't think we can consistently pick up points like that or play like that. Because despite him changing about we still haven't got the strength and quality to have performances like that week in week out and it just goes down to the to the owners in terms of back in Vieira we saw what happened last season this season has been rough but Vieira changed about so I have to give credit to Vieira today about the about the performance and the result I mean yes at least it was a great free kick and maybe at times we can have better pans or play especially going forward because we didn't create that many chances but you have to remember you're facing one of the best better defenses in the league right now based on form United only conceded, what, one goal, and that was against City in their last five games. It was never going to be easy breaking them down, especially when you see the likes of Juan Bissaka on form, Varane, Martinez. They've got some quality plays. So today I have to give credit to Vieira. Vieira's brave. I want him to be more brave going forward. But if he does, then I feel like we'll pick up more points if he if he p- picks some of these players especially. Uh, Richard was, was lucky today with Bissaka. I disagree. Maybe you're talking about a penalty incident. I'm not too sure what exactly happened. It was on the other side. I didn't really see it. But I thought Richard's tackling was brilliant. There was one in the first half where he slid, um, got it as well. I, I forgot who he was for. And the second half, the Rashford one. I thought Richard's was very solid defensively. Um, there's a comment from Massimo. I think Palace should have looked at uh, Gonato. He didn't go for much money to Leeds. He's a very creative, explosive striker. I'm not sure, he, I'm not sure if it would fit formation-wise, but he's quality. Yeah, but with us, I don't know how much he went for Leeds. You can maybe let me know. But we don't have the money, though. We just don't have the money to buy these quality players. Well, it, that's what it seems like. So I'm not really surprised. I'm not really surprised by it. Um, John says the lineup is much better. At least say was rubbish apart from the goal. I'd still play IU against Newcastle because we need someone to track back and work. That's interesting. Look, Man United have quality wide players today and we didn't have problem with Elise playing there. I think, look, with Elise being rubbish... I, I disagree to a certain extent. I don't think Elise was rubbish today. I know people are going to say, oh, because he scored a goal. That's why he's saying he wasn't rubbish. No, Elise had a solid performance. But I'm going to say this again. Elise will be better when we have a better fullback as well. You might be saying, how does a fullback have help a wide player? It's because when you have a fullback that can come inside and support you or do proper overlaps and actually have an attacking threat, Teams won't be able to target Elise as much. And that's why I think Vieira plays Elise through the middle at times as well, because it gets a bit too easy out wide because we haven't got that fullback that's dangerous, that can go past Elise. Look, Nathaniel Klein has his moments, but he isn't that guy. He isn't that guy to go week in, week out, 90 minutes, bomb forward, cause damage because he hasn't got that end product in the final third as much. So once we get better right back, I feel like Elise's performance will improve because... Teams will have two things to focus about on that right-hand side. It'll be Elise and it'll be our fullback. Right now, it's easier to target Elise. But despite that, I think Elise still had a relatively solid game. At times, it can be a bit predictable. You know he's going to cut in. 
But despite that, he we went past his play a few times. He caused he well, scored a goal um, and caused them trouble at times. But you have to remember, United defence saying that only conceded one goal in the last five games. So there's only so much at least they can do as well. They're pretty solid defensive side, and you have to give them credit for that. Uh, Rich has got the ball. Watch Vieira go back to Schlupp and Ayo on Saturday. Nah, he's not doing that. He's not doing that. He can't be doing that. He saw it today. He saw it today. There's no way on earth Vieira's going back to Schlupp and Ayo on Saturday. He's giving them enough opportunities to prove themselves. And today, it kind of did work out. Maybe. Well, maybe Ayu can fit in. Let me know in the comment section. But maybe Ayu can fit into the starting 11, potentially. We'll be talking about that in the match preview a bit more. Um, because Mateta didn't have a great game, but I wonder if he changes it about. Because Mateta was physical and he might offer something going forward against Newcastle. He might be that target man, even though he, he struggled a bit having a ball on his feet. He did cause he didn't have that physical presence. So potentially Ayu could come in for Mateta, and then you could see Edward going up front and Ayu play behind Edward. But I don't think he'll make that change. But look, Jeffrey Schlupp, there's no way he starts. Let's just say that. There's no way he starts over Will Hughes or Decore. Um, Got a comment from Dan saying, class manager, but needs to be backed with all the ownership up in the air. We'll get the best out of this group because can't see anyone coming in. 110%. This is what I agree with. 110%. Until Vieira gets backed, it's, it's, there's only so much you can do. There is only so much you can do. We saw it last season, the positives. And this season, he hasn't been backed, but it's up to the ownership. Today, the fans let John Texer know how we feel. Um, Texer tried to... Well, there's talks about him listing us in the New York Stock Exchange um, with his other clubs as his ego, ego holding, which is which is wild to me. Which is wild to me because that just shows that we've transitioned into a whole business phase and it just doesn't look positive to me. But I'll talk about that another time anyways, um, John Texer, because I'm not, I'm not letting Texer ruin my mood today. <laughs> not today. Uh, Tanta says, some attacks for 50p. I'm not going to consider reading that. Let's not be disrespectful, man. We've just got a point today. <laughs> um, at least it's rubbish. You're good, my guy. At least it ain't rubbish. At least it's not rubbish. Where did this theory come from that at least it's rubbish? At least it ain't rubbish, man. He's still learning. still relatively young. Some people expect a lot. At least he's had some good games this season and he can have some question- questionable games as well. But look, you can say Wolf today struggled at times facing Wan-Bissaka, but Wan-Bissaka is very solid defensively. I don't think Elise is a rubbish player. He might have games where he doesn't really, you know, fight, light it up as much as he does in other games, but he just turned 21. He just literally turned 21, so there's only so much that Elise can do. Um, Gareth says, how about Spence on loan? Not really. Yes, if it was an option to buy, but I don't think Tottenham will sell him with an option to buy. So for me, it doesn't really make any difference short term. I would rather I'd rather stick with Klein to the end of the season than get Spence on loan and and help Spence develop and then afterwards give him back to Tottenham and then boom, they got a forty million pound player. I'd, we've gone past that. We've seen likes of Gallagher, Ruben Loftus Cheek. I've yeah, I've I've gone past that stage. I'd rather I'd rather not um, go through it. But look, if you guys want to have your say. Click on the link, join us, let us know. But let me read some more comments anyways. Uh, film review saying everyone playing loose, passes even United. Alicia Crossman was poor in the first half, but good game. Yeah, United didn't have the greatest of games. There, there is also that. I was very shocked because I was expecting United side to be more dangerous, but some of the passes were sloppy. Some of the passes were very sloppy today and I kind of did expect better. But then again, I feel like credit has to go to us as well. At times, our pressing was that good that it did force United errors. At times, our pressing wasn't as great. I mean, in the second half, there were times where I was just like, go forward, press, press, press. It didn't happen. But, you know, we had some positives today. We had some positive defensively. I don't think, yes, United could have had a better game. They could have made better passes. But some of those errors were forced by us. And in the final third, how many chances did United create? Not that many. I feel. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Chelsea had better chances than United did in this game. And that just shows us an improvement, in, even in the defensive side of things. Yes, we did concede a goal, but we didn't give them that many opportunities. We were pretty much solid. And that is with Mitchell not having the greatest of games. He did give the ball away at times. And the link-up play could have been a bit better with Wilf. And that's with Klein bombing forward. Look, overall, we could, we could, we could still improve defensively. But the fact that we limited United, we limited a, a side that's, that's on fire this season and recently... That many chances, I'm happy with that. I wasn't really worried at any stage. Maybe they had the one chance in the second half where it was, it was a bit dangerous. But apart from that, no, man. I feel, I feel like we've done a great job defensively. And we have to give credit to us. Um, if you want someone to hit 
and bring in Are You Please? And Jason says passing in the first half was shocking. We were very lucky not to get hammered in the first half. Yeah, I think that's down to, look, as I said before, when talking to others, I think that's down to Will Hughes didn't have a great game in terms of passing. Um, some of the runs, for example, Mateta's running another way and Will Hughes passes it to this way. I think that's down to chemistry. I think that's the basics. We can take and learn from that in this game and go to Newcastle game and improve. It's, it's not major concern. I know that our passing will be better. Of course, it wasn't as great in this game, especially in the first half. But if these players play more often, that will naturally improve. There's, there's no worry about that. Um, I appreciate that, AY, man. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you for everyone for the support, by the way. Really appreciate it. Without you guys, there's, there's, there's none of this. But let's keep growing the channel. Let's keep um, supporting as well. If you guys want to have your say, feel free to jump on whenever. Uh, Looney says, fill the bench with Ratsaki, Plange, Gordon, Adam Roland, Phillips, start blooding in youngsters. Uh, look, I get that. I get what you're trying to say. Play some more youngsters, but you have to balance it out. Um, today, I don't mind Schlupp coming off the bench. I feel like Schlupp had a relatively good game actually coming off the bench. And Ayu had a solid game coming off the bench. And the reason for that is because they're energy players. They're not Premier League starters, but they can have that energy in the final 15 or 20 minutes where they can come on and cause defensive problems when defences are tired. And that's what I'm saying. We just have to use our players better. For me, Will Hughes is more of a starter and Jeffrey Schlupp is better coming off the bench when we're trying to chase the game because he's got that pace and there were times where he ran forward and I, did he win the free kick for that goal? Uh, it might have been Jeffrey Schlupp, actually. He won the free kick for the goal when Alicia scored because I remember Schlupp running forward but I don't know if it was that incident that we scored a goal from. It might have been. But look, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm overall happy. I'm happy with the substitutions. I'm happy with the squad as it is. You need to find a balance. You don't want to just bring in youngsters and have no experience coming off the bench as well. <clears throat> People with defense slop starting next game. He won the free kick. Yeah, see, he did win the free kick for the goal. I thought so. But um, but yeah, look, I that, that that's what he does. That's what he, does. he has the pace, but he can't do that when he's starting. You can't do that when he's starting. When he comes off the bench and defense are tired, that's when you use Jeffrey Schlupp. Everyone has a role, and that's his role, in my personal opinion. He's not a star. And um, but it says Elise is amazing. I'm asking a guy who commented if he's good. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Elise is rubbish. I was saying, like, how is Elise an awful player? Um, he can have some bad or good games, but he's not, he's not a rubbish player. Um, Jason's saying Elise gets all the stick because his body language is poor and not a guy who really tries to win ball back when he loses it. I disagree with the final comment. I just uh, final part of that comment. Elise does track back a lot. Maybe you guys watch on TV might not see as much, but when Elise's defensive game has 100% improved when he first joined the club to now. He is a solid defender. And that's why I don't think Vieira really needs Jordan Ayu as much. Ayu, of course, is a better defender than Elise. There's no denying about that. But Elise's game has improved defensively to the extent that Vieira can take that risk and still start Elise against these top sides. Whereas before, Vieira didn't trust him. Um, he tracks back. He has learned. There's been a few times where Elise has actually cost us. I remember, I can't remember the game, but there was a there was a game where we could see a last minute ball to the back post at home. It was this season. Maybe you guys can remember. And Elise maybe didn't close down the player properly. It was down his side. And we conceded, but he's learning. Elise is learning, and some of these youngsters are learning as well. People get onto Eze, for example, saying Eze is lazy. I don't think Eze is lazy. I just think he's going through a bad run of form, but then he's going to grow from this. Um, these are not the finished product. The finished products are the likes of Wilf, um, Klein, Vicente, maybe Eduardo to a certain extent because he's in his prime. But majority of some of these players that we're trying to play, now even Gay, he's not the finished product. Rich's aim. Mitchell ain't because they're still young. So they've still got room for improvement. Sometimes you just have to make the mistakes to learn. So, look, Elise has been improving defensively. Um, I 100% think that's the case. Colin says, judge Patrick Vieira when he's got a full team of quality to pick from. He's shown what he can do with us, with a half a team of misfits. Exactly. We saw it last season, Colin. We saw it last season. When Vieira had Conor Gallagher, it, it looked much better. And just not Conor Gallagher. We had Kiate there. We had Maka there. We lost three midfielders and just replaced him with the quarry. But the one thing is, he should play Hughes more often. And he should have done that before because Hughes is a midfielder. I don't know what it was. He just didn't trust him. But now that he's playing Hughes, well, hopefully he would be after this game. Everything should be a bit better, especially in midfield. So, look, he's learning on the go as well. When I'm talking about some of these players, you have to remember, Vieira is learning on the go. And today was a brave call from him, but it's, it's, it's them moves that I want to see. Maybe he was a bit too scared that if he made all them changes and maybe he didn't, he didn't trust Hughes. He didn't trust the likes of Mateta and Edward playing together. But today, I feel like some of these play, players proved that trust. And hopefully going forward now, 
he can use that. He can use these plays to to a bigger role, especially the likes of who's in midfield. Because for me, it never made sense. It never made sense why Will Hughes wouldn't be playing in midfield ahead of Jeff Schlupp. Uh, Dominic saying, what do you think about starting Eze on the left wing and moving Zaha up front instead of playing Mateta? Nah. Nah, I, would, I, I wouldn't do that. Personally, for me, let me know in the comment section down below. But I wouldn't do that. And the reason for that is we've, we've tried to play Wilf up front in a few games this season and it doesn't work. And the reason why it doesn't work for me is because he gets isolated. When he's a top guy, when he's all the way up the pitch, he doesn't get in good positions. He gets the ball, but he gets in bad positions and it's so easy to tackle ball off him. For me, Wilf has to be playing out wide or behind the striker. You can't be playing up front, especially in the system. If he's playing up front, maybe with another striker next to him, but as on the left wing, he's not left wing on Wilf. He's not, it's not, it's not a striker. There's been times this season when Wilf has played up front, we've had zero shots on target. And that's because he's barely had any decent touches. So for me, Wilf plays out wide and as he plays through the middle, I, I wouldn't overcomplicate it. I think Edward should be our striker um, going forward. Um, why would you say that last week? Uh, time to say who's made forward passes tonight more than Schlapp has all season combined. And yes, and yes, he did. He did. And some of those passes that he did make, it didn't work out. But you know what? I'm still not mad because I know if he plays three or four more games and he builds up more minutes, builds has more consistent minutes, then passes are going to work forward. He looks so comfortable. He's good defensively and going forward. He's exactly what we've needed. Exactly what we've needed in midfield. A midfielder that knows what to do without sounding disrespectful to Jeffrey Schlupp. But who's is an outright midfielder? That's the position he's been playing all throughout his career. Jeffrey Schlupp is not a midfielder. He was a left back when we first brought him in with Patrick Van Arnold. Then Roy used him left mid. I think he's played up front in his career. He's played centre mid as well. He's played all over the place. But who's a midfielder? So he knows the positions to get into, the tackles, the forward passes. He's got the IQ. He's got the IQ. So look, overall, I'm happy with his performance. Um, and Gareth agrees as well. Will Hughes look like, looks like he's learned so much off Mac and gets what it's all about at Palace, 100%. Even the challenges, the challenges that Hughes puts in, he gets the fans behind him. Like, he understands exactly what we require from him. To put them challenges at times, to stop the counter-attack, um, to make the forward passes, to be an option to the defence, to be an option to Will. Just be all around. Just be that midfielder that we can rely on. And today, he proved his worth. Um, someone's talking about Tuchel I saw something about Thomas Tuchel uh, Looney says have you actually checked Will who starts in, in Will who stats in centre mid today he's playing like MacArthur very gritty so many tackles and ball recoveries 100% 100% I haven't checked the stats because I haven't had the time as you can see I'm talking about it here but it doesn't surprise me one bit because Will Hughes he put in the challenges he did run with the ball forward he did offer support so when we talk about macro replacement, maybe Will Hughes, we still need another midfielder. I, I do think that we need a number eight. But maybe Will Hughes can be that option coming off the bench going forward, even if we do get a midfielder. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about this. So let me know about this theory. I've been waiting for this because I was thinking about this um, before the game started, started as well. Rich has had a good game today, right? So did Mark Gahey. So Joachim Anderson. How about Joachim Anderson plays in centre mid as well, as a CDM next to Dokore, potentially. And the reason why I'm saying that is because he's played at in Denmark. If Richards, if Richards continues this form, you'll be very solid defensively. He's got the pace, he's got the height. Gay, he will already know. If he had Anderson there as well, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it makes us more solid. Maybe Anderson could have a role potentially in the midfield. In the midfield, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. I think Anderson... Because he's played in that position in Denmark, and I don't, I don't know if he's played at Fulham before in the Premier League, but he could potentially have that have that role. And then you play Richards, and you play Gehi, and you play Anderson, and you don't have to play back five. It doesn't have to be all ne- all negative. Imagine you're chasing the game, or you're behind in the game, and you put Anderson next to Decore. That sounds mental because Anderson has the passing as well. And look, let, let me let me let me see what you guys are saying. Daniel saying I agree. Anderson plays set to mid. Uh, could work, says Ty. He's played that role for Denmark. Uh, Looney says that's a solid idea. Absolutely agree. Anderson can take a shot as well. Exactly. He can take a shot. Very strong on the ball. Uh, Julian says worth a try. Luke's, Luke says let's go Richards and Will who's played great today. Elise Wistana, let's go. That's a big game for us. 100% agree. Uh, Tanta says interesting shout. Look, he's got the passing range. 
I've, I was I was thinking about that. I think it can work. Then saying that, I don't know if Vieira will do it. I don't know if he will do it. I think I'm asking a bit too much. But in certain situations, like we're talking about Yoki Mansu diagonal pass, but imagine Anderson's composure in midfield. I think it's still worth a try. It might not work out, but it's still worth a try um, for me anyways in the future. If you want to compliment all three players. Yes, Heskiv! <laughs> Who knew 41 would be this fun? You got a shout out at the game as well. You got a shout out at the game as well. <laughs> yes, Heskiv. Happy birthday, bro, man. Happy birthday. You were so negative. Oh, that negativity. For what reason? For what reason, Heskiv? <laughs> Smile a bit more, man. Smile a bit more. Because we got in us. We still got in us. We're not absolutely terrible. Uh, Gareth says agree. So, you know, yeah. I, I think this is... People saying I agree, but I think this is an ultimate comment. Yeah, never going to happen. I don't really see it happening. But I think it's a shout when we're talking about lack of midfielders, especially in the short term anyways, um, if Richards plays that good in defence. Three at the back and all, all, all three can play on the ball. You know, I think it can work. Text a message from the HF. So about this, Luke. I will be talking about this. Um, I need to do a bit more research. But my general thoughts right now, without doing research, so don't take everything that I take. My opinion could potentially change on this. So what you're trying to do is there's two ways of introducing a company. There's an IPO, initial public offering, which is if you want to put your company to the stock exchange. There's SPACs as well, which is a different way of it. But long story short, what I think he's trying to do, Texer, is one, trying to raise money. Um, and by the way, it won't put Crystal Palace on a stock exchange. It will be Eagles holding based on the article. So it will be Leon Palace and all of his other clubs, basically the company that owns Crystal Palace. Because technically, John Texer doesn't own us anymore. It's his company that owns us, which has other shareholders involved. But look, long story short, about that, I feel like he's trying to raise money, which isn't good. And the second negative thing about it is... Um, I feel like, as you can see with the Glazers, Man United do it right now. Man United are actually offered as a whole football club on the stock exchange. But for me, one thing I don't like about it is we're going down that going down that business route. And I'm not a fan of that. 40% of Crystal Palace being on stock exchange, no. Just absolutely no. There's 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 owners, there's other football clubs that can raise money, that have capable owners that own that have their money and can literally invest without having to put us on a stock exchange. Why? What does Crystal Palace have to do in a New York stock exchange? That that just doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't. And I think this is all to do with raising money. And talking about Texas motives, I think this is slowly showing his motives, and it's not good. And honestly, it's not good. I'm not a fan of it one bit. It's showing that he wants to run this club in the business aspect. And nowadays in the Premier League, you can see it. I say this so many times. I'm, I'm going to keep saying that as well. The Glazers want to sell it, not because the Glazers have gone broke all of a sudden, because they understand that the Super League didn't work and the business model of the game is thrown out the window. It can't be as great as it was before because owners are coming and buying, buying clubs to literally spend the money. Spend the money trying to prove a point to other billionaires. And Liverpool are selling their club, Fenway Group. There's a reason for that as well because... The Super League was their ultimate plan. And now that it hasn't worked, the business model to the Premier League, it doesn't work as effective. So Techstar going through that business route and trying to put us in a stock exchange, which ideally you have to appeal the investors because we're going to be basically a number. You have to have all the numbers right. You have to try and increase the value of the club. Look, I'm stay away from the business route. I'm not a fan of it. HF put up a banner, which I was very happy about because... I don't think majority of the fans are fans of it. And plus, it's like, who owns us at Palace right now? I'm going to end the show with this, but who who, who, who owns us? Harrison Blitzen's involved. Texas has his company, which has other shareholders involved. We've got other minority owners. We've got C Palace running the club. It's just a bit messy. And in honesty, I just want to see the old Palace back. I want to see the Palace where, at times before this was called Back of the Nest, it used to be called Homes Radio, C Palace would come on, on deadline day, and he would actually have conversations about what went wrong, what went right. Um, he'll come on on social media and he'll talk about it as well. I miss that old palace. This new palace where I don't even know who owns us properly. Um, where, as Gareth saying, Parish is silent. Texter, I don't know his motives. Harrison Blitzer wants out. It's a bit scary. It is a bit scary. I'm not saying, oh, we're, we're all doom and gloom. But 
it's good that the fans have already started talking about it from day one because I never trust, I haven't trusted Techstar and this just doesn't give me any benefits as well. It's, it's, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. And Real Elio says, it's a gambling on the trend on the US being interested in owning the EPL such as Apple wanting to buy the rights. Exactly. And I don't want our future to be gambled. I don't want 40% of Crystal Palace to be put in a gamble. You get it? I, I, me, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. I'd rather, I'd rather have owners that just have the money and that one investing that one investing palace right now, Techstar. I don't think he's look, apparently he's a billionaire. I don't know how, how true that is, but he can't. I, I just don't see how he funds Leon Palace, um, his Brazilian club, his, his Belgian club to the certain extent. City Group, for example, Man City own a lot of clubs that City Group that own it. They can do it because they're literally run by a country. Um, but with Techstar, he's just an individual that. That I don't know if his motives are just business-based, but I think it's more business-based, and I don't know how it's going to work in the long term. Um, if we all bought one share, we would own it. But, yeah, you say that, Red, but I don't think we'll all buy one share. And and, and that's the thing. Um, Man United fans, they're in a similar situation. They didn't buy that one share. They wouldn't, they wasn't really given an opportunity. And when you have business owners, when you have investors that buy into your club, literally, for the sake of their investment value going up, then you have to make sensible business decisions. And that means maybe not spending a lot. I don't know. It, look, it's, it's scary. It's scary just thinking about it. But look, that's it from me. I'm going to come back before the play ratings. I'm going to record it with Patrick. He's going to be back. We're going to be talking about some of the individuals. But thank you to everyone who has watched it. Smash the like button before you leave. Subscribe to Nomisan Future Palace content. Palace are back. Good foundation. Let's see if we can continue against Newcastle. We'll have way more content coming up in the next few days. And until next time, up the palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.